Hey everyone, I'm your host, Allie, and welcome to Behold Women at the Table. Behold is a community of women dedicated to beholding Jesus to transform the world around them. We want to pursue God's heart, create positive change, and commit to our God-given destinies with passion and joy. So continue listening for our newest episode. Okay, well, hey, Amanda, and welcome to the Behold podcast. So excited for you to be here with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I am so excited. You know what? I um, was laughing with you actually at a bridal shower a few weeks ago about how I feel like I see you four times a week at this point, (laughs) but like you haven't seen me (laughs) because Amanda is also my cycle instructor, Um, (laughs) but it is awesome. You are awesome. You have done such an epic job throughout this season. So um, when we were talking about what I was talking about, Mm -hmm. um, just thinking of who to interview for this, you were the first person who really came to mind to start start this off. Um, So yeah. First question. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm very honored to be here, so yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Um, so what was your journey of fitness and ultimately opening up your own business like? Like, how did it start? How did you end up where you are? All that fun stuff. Yeah, so um, for me, I have always been interested in health and fitness. When I was younger, I used to play um, competitive tennis, and that kind of is where it started. So um, I ended up going to college for exercise science. So I have a, d- a degree in um, exercise physiology and uh, I always thought maybe I'd take it into nutrition or into physical therapy or something along those lines. But um, as we all know, making a grad school choice can be tough. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take a little time off. I'm going to get some experience in the field and see what I like. And and, um, I ended up just uh, applying to like as as a trainer position and you know I'm like I'll give this a go I have the the knowledge and the base you know for this and um, I loved it and I started working with clients and stuff in a few different settings and then I sort of evolved it into my own um, private business where I was going in home and uh, training people you know privately or they would come to a small space that I had um And then I started teaching group classes for different places and just working in a lot of different settings, primarily private settings, um, some gym settings I would contract for and train for them. And then I would also teach classes at private studios, large gyms, um, different facilities like that. I also have worked in um, physical therapy a little bit. So that was a nice experience too, um, getting to work with uh, people more of like a clinical exercise type setting. I would do exercises with the um, patients in the rehabs and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I got into it. And I've always just, I've loved it. Um, For me, it's it's really rewarding to help people, whether somebody's looking to uh, lose weight or just feel better about themselves Mm. or rehab an injury, get back to um, a level of strength that they used to have. That's something that is always um, has always been interesting to me and it's really fulfilling to get to know clients you know on a a working relationship level but also personally and just being able to be their sort of all-around health coach so yeah Yeah, that Mm -hmm. is so awesome and I know um, you yourself had actually been through an injury so even like the process of rehabbing through that Mm -hmm. I imagine was also such a source of like encouragement to be able to do that for other people yeah yeah for sure I had torn my ACL um almost two years ago now or actually it was two years ago I had my surgery almost two years ago and it was at a time when I I took a little break from fitness and decided to play 
uh, softball with our church, <laughs> and um, I uh, I got a little ahead of myself, and I tore my ACL playing um, one of the games. But you know what? It was a great experience because, like I said, I was taking a break from fitness, but going through that process and rehabbing and getting back to building up my body again to its the strength that I used to have, sort of, I was like, wow, I miss this field, and I kind of ended up getting back into it, and then um, opening my studio shortly after. So it was awesome. a blessing in disguise that it happened that way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's uh, on another note there. Yeah, so. yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, were there any, like, insecurities that you had to overcome in the process of opening up your own studio or even in the process of fitness? Because... Or yeah. just like choosing fitness as your passion and as your calling. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I guess two separate notes there. The first thing I would say is that, you know, even as, as a woman or as a girl, you know, I've been in this field for a while and I was young when I started and I'm, I'm still pretty young. But, <laughs> but um, you know, it's intimidating because um, sometimes like the – you know, not sometimes, but a lot of the times the best way to get experience is is just to kind of be thrown into something and just to do it. So my first training job, yeah. I started working for a New York sports club and it was a nice big gym and with a, a whole, you know, array of different people. And, you know, as a girl, our biggest fear is like getting into a gym and picking up weights or going to things that maybe there's these big men using or these really yeah. fit people using, you know. And I always used to be like, you know what, I know what I'm doing and I'm not going to worry about it because because I probably know more what I'm doing than these people do. And I'm going to help yeah. my clients who are afraid to use this section. I'm going to give them my knowledge and help them learn this section. Yeah. And, you know, I always used to be uh, – there was these other trainers at that particular gym. I was the only female trainer there that wow. was not a bodybuilder. So, and then oh it was all gosh. male trainers. So I was like, wow, why would they want to, who's going to want to train with me when they see these girls? But most of them would come to me and be like, I don't want to be a bodybuilder. I just want to, you know, <laughs> lose some weight or build some strength. And so, you know, everyone has what they're looking for. And, and um, sometimes just, just, having a trainer help you and giving you some knowledge just and then being confident in what you know um, that's a big step for a lot of women especially to get comfortable and I had to kind of go through that myself and you know then with opening a studio it's you you always have people in your ear telling you like oh studios are really hard to run like my friend ran one and she had to close it or you know blah 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 and people will always give you the negatives and they won't tell you necessarily about the positives and that's a big thing to overcome too and and for me it was just prayer and very direct prayer saying if this is not the time like close this door even if it means I'm gonna be like crying home later (laughs) or if it's if it is then let it be and there were there were a bunch of doors that were like shut in my face for different locations I was looking at where it would be like I thought it was so perfect and then something totally freak bizarre would happen and I'm like okay now's not the time you know and then um and then when when we felt like it was the right time, I just the lease was put in front of us, and I felt like I was like wow. I don't feel like I have any hesitations for signing this right now, and and yeah. you know so it's it's definitely just trust it a lot of trust in, in yeah. God and and you know <laughs> that fun thing yes exactly so yeah yeah that's, that's awesome mm-hmm. so I know like especially during COVID I just can't imagine that it was easy at all I mm-hmm. mean you're a brand new business you just started this mm-hmm. past December December yeah. 14th and now navigating this like completely unprecedented time yeah. was it challenging to figure out like how to navigate it how to move forward how to best like 
Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so we opened December 14th and then we closed uh, March 17th. So it was almost three months wow. exactly of being open. And now I'm I'm over five months of being shut down, which is crazy. So I almost feel like yeah. whenever I do <laughs> have a full reopening, it'll almost be like a grand reopening. But, yeah. um, you know, everybody always tells you in the beginning to prepare when you start a business that you're not going to make any money. You're going to have to just be prepared to, you know, do what you can to get by until you get rolling. And our first month open, we broke even, which is also better than what people tell you you're going to wow, do. I was awesome. like, this is amazing. And then <laughs> the next month, we made a little bit more. And then on in March, we were on track to have our best month yet. So I was very excited about where it was going. And then, you know, then this pandemic hit and it was sort of like, okay, it happened really quick. You know, one, one weekend that weekend before because we closed it was officially like on a Tuesday um, a couple of my members were like are you gonna shut your doors and I was like I'm not closing them unless they tell me I have to close them I'm like I think it'll be fine yeah. and then two days later that was it and it just we all know how fast it happened so um, for me it was just something where like I was like okay let me just get shut down here and then you know We'll see what happens because, as we all know in the beginning, they were saying two weeks, two weeks, and yeah. here we are months later. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, it it was honestly a – obviously not a convenient thing for a new yeah. business and something that has brought um, for, for my husband and I a lot of uncertainty in opening it. But at the same time, it's been a, a – you know, a blessing in, in many ways. And I will still say that even though I'm not entirely sure when we will fully reopen <laughs> at this point, yeah. um, we will, but just the timing of it, I'm not so sure yet with the restrictions that are in place currently, but it was a time where I could sort of reevaluate. I had a successful mm -hmm. couple of months, um, just to reevaluate, okay, how do I want to have the layout of my studio? How do I want to yeah. position people in there? How do I want to run these classes? Because it was such a, um, a crazy time of like of good things happening but like people coming in and just rolling with it and figuring things out that okay three three crazy months shut down completely and then I was like yeah. okay what's next you know so I, I we came up with some new models for our business and and um, you know in the beginning we didn't know how long it was gonna last but we I had to convince my husband we had just purchased <laughs> 17 <laughs> bikes which are um, stationary bikes are very expensive um, and if you've seen prices on the home bikes then just imagine what a commercial bike will cost you <laughs> yeah. so I was like Michael I'm seeing people are renting their bikes out and um, you know to home users and it seems to be going well a couple other studios were doing it and he's like we just bought those bikes. I'm not putting them in people's <laughs> homes. I'm not, you know, delivering them. And I was like, all right, all right. So we let another week or two go by and we thought about it and thought about it and came up with some pricing and rent, you know, structures and rental agreements. And we were like, you know what, let's email everybody and see who's interested. And we got so many people like, yeah. yes, I want one. Like Peloton's back ordered for four months. <laughs> like, I, you know, I miss riding. I want to stream yeah. the classes. So we're like, okay. So we did that. And that, that was a, a complete lifesaver for us because it yeah. basically brought in enough for us to pay our bills and just, um, maintain, uh, whatever we needed to. And, um, you know, we thought that we were going to be opening for phase four, so we continued to do rentals. And then once um, our governor changed the protocols for phase four and then it became indefinite, that's when things started to get a little scary again for us because yeah. we're like, okay, now we have no date in sight. Um, 
and people were still renting the bikes. I was streaming yeah. online classes, but I was doing that for free for our strength training just because we were so new. I wanted to keep content coming to people who were just still learning about our yeah. business. So we had success in both avenues. Um, you know, I was taking some safe distanced clients at the time and, um, you know, just doing whatever we could to, to, uh, make some income. And finally, you know, when the indefinite shutdown happened, we were very blessed. Our landlord, um, helped us and he was That's working awesome. with us, which was also a lifesaver because, you know, he knew that it was just out of our control. And, and it, it's also something where for him it's tough because this is his livelihood yeah. too, you know, but I, we were just like, you know, we might not make it past this if the end date isn't, doesn't come soon. Yeah, and so he's yeah. been really helpful with us, which has been awesome. Um, and so then we started to transition into outdoor classes. Once July came after that phase four, they did clear gyms and studios to hold outdoor classes, which is fun, but July and August <laughs> are very hot. So we've had a lot of uh, troopers come and brave the heat. Um, <laughs> we've had a couple of, you know, cancellations from extreme heat or from rain and that just happens, but people have been excited about it. They're so ready to get back and do things after mm. feeling like they haven't been able to maybe move in the right way um, while being shut down or stuck at home or, or something like that. And, you know, so we're still at a point where we're not sure exactly what's going to happen because um, gyms have been cleared to reopen as of this week, but indoor classes have not. So as, as uh, our fitness studio is in indoor class based studio. Um, so, and once they do reopen, there's some stipulations with, with how they can function and at very limited capacity, but outdoors, um, as long as you maintain your distance, you know, there's not really, um, too much restriction. Our classes are small groups, so it's not yeah. like we're having 50 people come. So the number is never a problem. And once they're distanced, people can exercise safely without mm -hmm. a mask. And that's been really good. So until it gets too cold and we have to reevaluate <laughs> what to do, we're going to yeah. just keep it outside and keep it going. But I'm hoping that, you know, as things continue on, uh, that the restrictions that are on, you know, that we'll all know how to handle it, especially in the, in the indoor group class realm so that that can start to happen again safely, yeah. safely this fall. Yeah, this mm -hmm. has to be, I mean, I think for so many people, it's such a season of like learning radical trust in yeah. God and yeah, it is right. so uncomfortable, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it's so true. You know, I, I make jokes to everybody, but, um, there's, every day is different for me. Yeah, so, yeah. and it's all, whether it's good or bad, like it's always like praying for wisdom, <laughs> praying for guidance, yeah. and then thanking God for all that he's given to us thus far and, and ha is continuing to provide for us. But you know, one day I'm like, wow, this might not work. I might have to close my doors. And then another day I'm like, no, like people are emailing me. They're ready to go. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I think we're going to be fine. And then another day I'm like, okay, here are the restrictions put in front of me. And then, you know, another day I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to handle them. It's just so up yeah. and down, you know, and, and that's yeah. where, that's where the trust definitely sets in <laughs> yeah. for sure. So, yeah, I will say just like, um, not going to your studio when it first opened, but now being mm -hmm. a part of the uh, virtual cycle classes. Yeah. It is so cool to see the community that you've developed on social media. Yes. And even just like things you hear in mm -hmm. the community of people being so excited about like getting halfway through your strength yeah. training classes or, <laughs> yeah. or things like that, or everyone like talking about like what sure. was the hardest or what was the most challenging. But it's been so cool to mm -hmm. see that like even in the midst of 
community not being able to really gather in person, right. it's still being created yeah like in other forms yeah no it's so true we've had an amazing you know like I said it was only a couple months we were open but we've actually even I have had some more people who I like consider them members at this point who have come to all my outdoor classes that I didn't even know when we were open and people have been so um, supportive I mean we're in a small town here in Santa Mariches and every it's very community focused (laughs) Um, the surrounding towns the same thing and so we have a really great group of um, you know people who come and that they tell their friends and they repost stuff on social media (laughs) for me and and you know I'm I try to consider myself fairly social media savvy but sometimes I'm like I'm really not but I'm so thankful that people have been helping me along with that by just spreading the word about the studio and just you know coming and and I get to know them and I feel like I'm I'm having classes with people who've become my friends now you know and and just just really valued members to to my studio and that's been awesome if it wasn't for support um you know if we weren't open any if we were open for a shorter amount of time maybe I wouldn't know these people as well it it might not be good for me now because the support of everybody has really helped us be able to keep pushing through yeah so yeah yeah. that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's so cool yeah so how do you feel like um, you incorporate your faith into your business, it, like vision for it and even like day-to-day business aspects? Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting when you first told me about this podcast and stuff and, and even as we sort of just talked about the mm-hmm. meaning behind it, um, it's really cool for me because I uh, I've always – been into fitness and health and nutrition and things like that and kind of felt like that that was the direction that my life was supposed to take but very specifically a few years ago God had I felt like he had spoken really like pretty directly to me and saying that I want you to encourage and help with other women and I was wow. like okay so how does this I'm like this is awesome like I'm I'm in into that I'm good for it but how you know and yeah. and for me um I knew fitness could be an avenue but certain times it was discouraging to me because fitness and I know you know we'll probably get into this in a yeah. bit but fitness is very much right now in this age and time a um it's it can be very competitive it can be very comparative where you're looking at other people Um, it can be very image absorbed where you feel like you need to look a certain way or it becomes unhealthy when you're trying to get yourself to look a certain way and um, to me I was like okay sometimes this can be dangerous for women because fit you know there's so many good things to it but but because of what it's become in this age of social media and yeah. and just self promotion, it can be it can be dangerous as well. Um, but I kind of felt like that's then where God was leading me to help women with self esteem, self image, health, um, and just becoming more confident in themselves. Um, and you know, I have I have worked with a few other organizations. Um, I did some after school programs and mentoring with um, a company called Girls Incorporated for a little while, and uh, we did like health and wellness with people um and um we uh talked uh, not people with the girls mm-hmm. and we talked nutrition we talked body image we talked about healthy relationships and just doing well in school things That's like awesome. that but it was a great thing for me too you know coming out of this field to have direction in other ways yeah. um primarily I've worked with a lot of different people I do there are men who come to my classes <laughs> there are a lot of people who are like you know is this studio for girls only and I'm like oh no it's not our strength <laughs> classes are for everybody our um 
cycling classes are for everybody and and I have trained you know a lot of different people but primarily I do work with a lot of a lot of women um, who are looking to lose weight gain strength um, you know just build some confidence when they're in the gym Um, so anyway I really felt that God had pulled me in this direction to um, just be able to encourage uh, ladies that, you know, you can do it. Things that you never thought you could do, things that you never thought you were strong yeah. enough to be able to do or handle um, or feel a certain way, um, to be healthy and to feel like you'll be you'll be healthy with to be able to chase after your kids. Yeah. You'll be healthy enough to be able to chase after your grandkids. Um, That's awesome. You know, I, I, I remember one of my very first longer-term clients. She was a woman in her 40s, uh, super sweet. She was single, and I think she had wanted to meet somebody. And, you know, she was very, very timid in the gym. She said she sort of met me there and (laughs) and bought the package, actually not knowing how many sessions it entailed. But she sort of misread. (laughs) She misread (laughs) the package details, and I was just presenting her the details that the gym, you know, proposes at the time. And but when she started, she was like, you know what, let me give it a shot and see where it goes. And she was, she did so well. She lost so much weight. I saw her, she was buying new clothes and she was starting to just feel like better about herself. When I tell her, you know, an exercise, she'd be like, okay. Like she would walk confidently through the gym, knowing what she was doing and, um, you know, change, changing the way she started to, to eat and put the put things into her body for nutrition and stuff I helped her with that and you know it's just a cool thing to see you know when people um just feel like just on a day-to-day basis that they feel more confident in themselves they feel healthy they feel like you know I don't think I'm going to worry that I'm going to get osteoporosis now I don't think I'm going to worry that I just am lethargic all the time because I feel better I'm taking care of my body and it's more than just getting people to like lift heavy weights in the gym or feel like they got like destroyed in a workout yeah. but it's like a lifestyle change you know and um it self-esteem goes hand in hand with with wellness for sure and being able to to uh show women that it's not it's not the only goal is not necessarily that you want to put this dress on you've had in your closet you know for years that you can't yeah. that's a great goal to have yeah. if you want to do it but to not be weighing yourself every day and not even yeah. every week I I tell my clients you know at the most if you really have to weigh yourself once a week but I like to go every couple of weeks because you can get obsessive overseeing things and the thing is is that lasting change doesn't happen overnight it takes time and um so just just being able to encourage people to keep pushing through things and I really feel that um God has given me uh an ability to communicate with a lot of different people and to have um patience because not you know if I was rushing things all the time it wouldn't be good for my clients they would feel like you know oh I should be seeing this result tomorrow I should be seeing this and that and I just like to encourage people that it's a process and and um you know on on a lastly on a note on that in my classes I always make sure that the atmosphere is very I'm not a yelling trainer I don't yell at people I don't (laughs) say you know get down and do you know whatever sometimes (laughs) it's a joke yeah but um just like you know it's it's an encouraging atmosphere that we have I'm like and then and then the ladies who come and and the guys anybody who comes they start (laughs) to support each other and they're like oh is so-and-so coming today are they coming today you know and and they start to just uh encourage each other and you know if anything that I give 
give people. I modify it if I need to um, for them. If somebody has an injury, I just I want them to know that a strength class is not something for young fit people only. Yeah. Like my strength classes, anyone can do them. You can come if you. Yeah. If you have a really bad shoulder or bad whatever, if you need to do all your exercises in a chair, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can come to the class and we'll make it work for you. And it just, it's it's really an awesome thing for um, for people to be able to do things they never thought that they could. And that's yeah. basically like my motto. I want, I'm going to be able to get you to do things that you never thought that you could, um, yeah. you know, with your health. So Yeah, that is so awesome. Yeah. I know like... Um, just even thinking about that, one of the scriptures that came to mind a lot, like mm -hmm. with this podcast or with this um, episode was 1 Corinthians six nineteen through mm -hmm. 20. And it's, um, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom yeah. you have from God? You're not your own for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And I think mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's so interesting because I think that scripture personally, I feel like it so applies to wellness yeah. and health and being able to really like steward what you've been given mm -hmm. by God, what he's created you to be well. So how do you encourage others and encourage your clients to like glorify God in their bodies or even um, how do you encourage them to be good stewards of their bodies? Right, right. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and it's, it's interesting because uh, obviously I encounter a lot of people who are Christian or, or are not or have an awareness of those things. But I think that um, as as Christians or just as anybody with with we're given these bodies by our creator and um, yeah. you know he it, God wants us to take care of our bodies he yeah. he made our bodies very resilient so they can go through a lot of things you know yeah. and um, I think just treating our body like a like a temple and knowing like you know what I'm here on this earth for a purpose and so if I feel that my purpose is to encourage women and um, help people in their health and wellness journeys maybe someone else's is is something you know totally different but you can't you can't accomplish a purpose if you're in failing yeah, health yeah. and you can't, you know, not always. And, and just being able to, to take care of yourself and then to go out and set out for whatever it is that God has for you is so important. And, um, you know, nobody wants yeah. to be winded or short of breath, just going <laughs> from one thing to another, you know, but yeah. I just think that, um, you know, God gave us, he gave us plenty of things of availability to I mean you know you can get real basic with it but just from the Garden of Eden look what he provided yeah, for yeah. Adam and Eve you know with the fruits and the vegetables and just giving them you know sustenance for their bodies yeah, yeah. and just eating in a clean way and taking care of yourself I mean anybody who's gone through a transition from from not taking care of themselves to learning how to take care of themselves knows that it's just yeah. no comparison to how you feel mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I think you become more, you know, clear and, and you just uh, feel like when, you're, when your body feels good, then you feel like you can be focused on whatever it is yeah. that, that you are doing. Um, and uh, I just think that, you know, God has called us to take care of our bodies and, and it's important. Yeah. It's an important thing for us. And so I always try to encourage people um, just to, you know, that everything's interconnected. Like, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I get some people who come and they have depression and anxiety on and off. And I'm like, you know what, this is a great thing for you to be doing, to move your body, to learn how to eat better, to, yeah. um, because things are interconnected and, you know, uh, a lot of people will like this is a this is a medication for that maybe instead of some kind of other medication yeah, just moving yeah. your body you know and and uh, 
getting yourself to a certain level of health. So I always just try to encourage people that this will affect you in multiple ways. It's yeah. not just like you're here to lose weight because you have a wedding coming up or something. It's yeah. like this is yeah. this is for you to to enjoy your life as much as you can. You know, we're not here for a long time yeah. and our bodies, we all know after a certain age, things start to go downhill, but, <laughs> yeah. but there's a way that, um, like I said, God created us to be resilient and there's just uh, many ways that you can get yourself healthy and uh, just have a nice, you know, a long and healthy life as much as you can promote it within yourself to, yeah. to do what God wants you to do, to be with your family and um, to, to make whatever impact it is that you, you want to make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even um, when you were talking about like, even with anxiety and depression, like this mm -hmm. can so be just like another type of medication. I remember um, when my dad was in hospice, mm -hmm. I, at the beginning of it and when he was in the hospital, I was like, I hadn't been a runner in years, but because the gyms had closed, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go for a run every single day. I'm just going to get outside. I'm going to do yeah. like strength training. And then after he passed, it was like a month where I just, I vegged, I did nothing. And yeah. I think there's like a time and a space for it, of course, when you're sure. grieving a parent, but um, my mom getting me the bike yeah. <laughs> and like renting the bike from yes. you was such an awesome thing yeah. because like even what she was saying, like there was just like an excitement or mm -hmm. it would just be like a kind of like responding to the epic song choices or things <laughs> like that or um, yep. feeling like a part of that community. Sure. It so helped even like get out of that um, like headspace and just even in that like cycle. Mm -hmm. And it was, I remember in your, um, in your cycle class, it was one of the first times that I had really thought like, wow, like this is my body is an instrument like created by God that is like strong that he yeah. like created me this way. And, Cycle like, classes will do that to you <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. They'll do that. <laughs> yeah. But it was like such this cool moment where and it kind of like leads into the next question. But mm -hmm. um, for me, like fitness became so obsessive and almost like unhealthy to a point sure. where it was like constantly pushing and pushing. Um, but really like in your classes, it was this really awesome revelation of like, wow, no, like God created the, me this way. And though I'm yeah. in that journey, there's a beauty to being in that journey. And like, it's just awesome that he's given me this body to be able to use and, yeah. and yeah. glorify him with. Um, right. But like going off of that, I am an absolute like control freak. So <laughs> <laughs> like pre this mini revelation, like. I think it was so easy just to get into almost like unhealthy habits with it where it was yeah. like, you know, you're checking the scale every single day or every week mm -hmm. and, or you're just like, like crazily like counting calories and just like even the calories burned and all of that. So yeah. how do you encourage clients to really walk that line of like stewarding and glorifying their bodies um, versus becoming obsessive to the point where it is unhealthy. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's it is a tough thing because um, basically the, t the thing that destroys a lot of um, fitness or wellness journeys when yeah. people do start to see results is complacency. And so on the flip side yeah. of that, then when you get overly obsessive about something, it's it can be destructive as well. And so it's finding the balance in that realm. Um, and one of the biggest things is that I tell people is that I don't want you to be stressing about, you know, basically to, to lose weight, it's calories in versus calories out. And I'm not an advocate for counting every single calorie all the time, but 
giving clients an awareness that yeah. if they are not losing the weight or if they're gaining weight, that they're not in that caloric deficit. So that's just sort of the science behind losing the weight. But springing off of that, it's very easy for people to um, become obsessive over counting their calories, over yeah. what's going on in the scale, over how many that they burned. And I can, I can attest to that even for myself because as a trainer, I've always – put a certain pressure on myself like oh you know I need to lead by example I need to look a certain way I need to you know whatever I need to have this much muscle on me I need to have yeah. this little whatever and and um it it's just something that when I tell people if you're not feeling good you know with what you're doing then something's wrong you either yeah. you're either overdoing it or maybe you know you you have things to change and I had a friend who had lost a lot of weight at one point leading up to um their wedding a few years back and they looked incredible and people would tell them that but afterwards you know she had confided in me she was like I was not looking at food in a healthy way at that wow, time yeah. and you know I did like how I looked but I look back at that time and I didn't really feel great about how I got there and that's a big deal I think for people that you know they always say like sometimes be careful what you wish for because some when you get what you wish for but you don't it's not it doesn't come in the right timing or the right way yeah. it can it cannot <laughs> be good and so my my greatest advice to people is is just to to be consistent and to know that you know I said this to someone yesterday Rome wasn't built in a day <laughs> but yeah. it probably was worked on every day so yeah. you know you have to just it's small changes it's putting stuff into your body that you feel healthful and you feel good um, I always try to focus on health over necessarily you know pounds lost on the scale yeah. a lot of the times I tell people when you start to exercise your body composition changes so you may not lose the pounds you want to see but you might be building some muscle and, and losing some yeah. fat and changes like that happen which is very healthy for people to go yeah. through um but it's just important to keep perspective just like with anything you know it can become you know when you're in school studying for a certain mm -hmm. topic or you're an artist and you're working on a project it can over consume you and, and going through a health yeah. and fitness journey can be the same thing um, especially because we're always quick to look and compare our situations with somebody else which yeah, is yeah. one of the biggest things that's hard and, and even for me as a trainer I'll like I said my first training job I looked at these other women and they were they were really buff and I was like <laughs> oh wow I'm so much smaller than them they're gonna you know people are gonna be like they must know what they're doing yeah. and I must not but you know what Every body type is different. I go to a gym sometimes and I see girls who look way stronger than me, but I know that I can lift maybe more weight than yeah. they can. And that's just a silly little example, but yeah. everybody is different. And everybody, you know, um, has different uh amounts of strength just physically and and people look differently some people are built with broader shoulders some people yeah. are built with longer legs it just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just hard to compare your body with another person's um and so I always tell people like you are only competing against yourself right now and yeah. and it's important to keep in mind that you're going to crash and burn if you are yeah. not looking at this in the right lens and then you're going to be just as frustrated yeah. as when you first started so yeah. um you know just just it's a constant reminder of perspective for people because um yeah. you know it's hard nothing nothing that's good is ever ever comes you know or worth <laughs> so having true. ever comes easy right yeah. so um so it's just like i said perspective and knowing that you need to feel good you should not feel stressed you should not be starving all the time yeah. you should not be obsessing over the scale or the mirror you know like I, I tell people that's why i'm like don't weigh yourself all the time get out move your body 
put some vegetables on your plate and just focus on that and focus on feeling good. Okay, so I kind of going off what we were just saying, I can't even imagine, especially in this like Mm -hmm. comparative culture we live in, how hard it must be to like really encourage women to not be so comparative. Um, So how do you do that? I mean, I know like men must feel it too, but I feel like it's just such a conversation with women. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. I I do think that, you know, men feel it too in different ways. But, um, you know, statistically, I've read that women, uh, I think, are more active on social media than men. And that's definitely a proponent of comparison for sure, especially the younger generation um, with women, you know, teenagers, even young girls, you know, and just whatever, getting into your 20s and 30s. But I know for the older women, it becomes more like, you know, they have a reunion coming up or they're thinking about who they're going to see or they look at the other moms on the soccer field and that mom looks this way, but I look this way. And it's just so easy to compare yourself um, to other people. And especially, like I say, the social media generation, it it's it's been an amazing thing for me to be able to reach people and let them know about my business. But it's also very easy to become a destructive um, thing in our yeah. lives because I'll look at, you know, fitness accounts are so popular <laughs> nowadays. Sometimes yes. I see, you know, um, certain accounts and I'm like, I don't even think, you know, great. You know, they're, they're giving exercise information, yeah. but they're not even like, they have no certifications or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I think they just like to show off their like clothing that they have on. Yeah. And, um, you know, that becomes something that, uh, Like I said, there's positives and negatives, and it's just important to keep in mind that any pictures that you see or or, uh, that you might compare yourself to, they might have been having a really good day where they weren't bloated or they weren't feeling a certain way and that everybody's body type is just so different. And so I would say the best thing to do is that if you're getting into a streak of comparison is to take a break and say, okay, I'm not going to look at these accounts anymore. You know, God created me wonderfully and uniquely. Um, and he, he made me this way for a purpose, you know, and it's just so easy to get caught up in, um, in, in just saying, you know, that girl, she's so long and lean and, and yeah. me, you know, but I'm, I'm five foot two. And so I can't compare <laughs> myself to a girl who's like five yeah. eleven and looks a certain way. You know, you just, you can't do that all the time. Yeah. And, um, so like I said, the best thing you can do if you find yourself comparing a lot is to just take a break, um, yeah. for people who maybe aren't doing it on social media, but they're saying they're seeing it yeah. in real life. I say, let it be a healthy motivation for you. Okay. I'm going to work my way to get to a certain point. But don't let it overconsume your thoughts because, yeah, you know, Sally will never look like Betty because <laughs> Sally isn't Betty <laughs> and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so everybody was just built differently. If you're focusing on feeling good, yeah. then that's all that matters. And once, even for me, I was getting to a point where I'm like, I, I have had pretty strong legs growing up since I played certain sports but my upper body has always been harder for me to build and I would look at these girls and I'm like how do they get shoulders like that I know I'm working out just like them I know I'm doing what they're doing and it's always been something that I make myself feel bad about but once I got to a point where I'm like you know what I'm not going to concern myself. I'm going to just make sure that I'm doing what I need to do that's healthy for my body. I stop worrying about it. And then yeah. I start to feel like maybe some people are like, oh, you know, they notice that I, that I look good or I, I feel like I, they're like, oh, wow, you seem like you're, you have a lot of energy. You seem like you're in a good spot right now. And I'm like, you know what? I am because I'm not worried about where I am in comparison to yeah. somebody else. I'm on my own journey. And yeah. that's important to remember, you know? Yeah, that is mm-hmm. so awesome. I know um, it is so easy for me to spiral down those 
those like Instagram like yeah, yeah. holes where you're just you looking and me at. both. Yep. <laughs> I've done it. I'm talking right? about it, but I've done it. So. It's like For you're sure. looking at before and afters. You know, yeah. everyone's wearing like the newest like Gymshark set yeah, or something like that. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yep. it really is. It's almost so easy to just get on that cycle of comparison. Yes. And I could have been doing an entire strength workout with the time that right? I took. Just That's like another thing to keep in mind, too. It's, it's a rabbit hole, right? Sometimes I'm like, I'm, I'm studying in a certain class right now. And I was like, I could have gotten a chapter done by the amount of time yeah. I was just down this, you know, path of looking at other accounts. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, sometimes you need to take a break, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like talking about even like social media, I mean, yeah. I, the unhealthy body expectations, mm-hmm. I feel like it just sets up. And now you're yes. seeing like a whole bunch of influencers kind of showing how yes. you can move your body in certain ways to like look different ways. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel like these unhealthy body expectations really do affect women, even with that, but also with like, I want this, I want my entire body changed in 30 days type right. thing. Right, yep. So, right, that's the, one of the quickest things. And a lot of things that even you see people promote or they try to sell yeah. online like that um, is like fast results with certain amounts of effort or whatnot. And I yeah. always tell people, be careful about fast result programs because obviously you want to see fast results, but sometimes the faster results you see, the easier it is to bounce back and completely lose that just yeah. as quickly. I tell my clients that the more time and effort and the more of a daily lifestyle change that you make, um, yeah. the more likely that if you were to fall off your wagon, even for a few weeks, you're not going to lose everything that you gained, yeah. you know, or that you lost or that you worked for because you took the time and it's a part of your everyday life to eat good and to move your body and um you know if you have a bad week or something happens or you go on vacation that's not the end all for you because you know you're going to fall right back into your routine you want to feel good and keep it going so um that's a side note about that but (laughs) you know uh it it is tough because like I said sometimes a lot of these accounts I just tell people and remind people that a lot of it is um Sometimes I think I think about these girls that I see on yeah. certain accounts and I'm like, you know what? I bet you it's this is pretty hard for them to do because in order yeah. to wow. have all these pictures and whatever, like this must be consuming to them because they need to even fit a certain body image. And yeah. sometimes things are not as cracked up to be as they, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. all they're cracked up to be yeah. because um, it can become an obsession. And like I said, it's important to be healthy. It's important yeah. to um want to you know it's it's a good thing to have a goal that you want to look a certain way or or get back to a size that maybe you used to be there's nothing wrong with that but it's just important to know that it may not come as fast as you think and it might be harder than you think um (laughs) but and that some people are just are just their bodies are different they're they are naturally when they're at their healthy weight they're still going to look different than you may be at your healthy yeah. weight. And that's just a point where you have to say, okay, you know what? This is how God created me and he created me perfectly. And he created yeah. that person perfectly in their own way. And just keeping that perspective and, yeah. you know, God doesn't make any, my grandma used to hand out these flyers to people that said, I know I'm something because God don't make no junk or whatever. It was like a little kid, like this <laughs> like awesome. little cartoon, whatever, but it's so true because yeah. you know, it, it, how you should, you know, God made you perfectly even if you're not exactly where you want to be god made you perfectly and and you are on your own journey and the thing is is that it's it's important to love 
your body and love yourself and just know like what a yeah. machine that you your your soul is occupying like this body is an incredible thing and um just yeah. taking care of it comes before you know worrying about it yeah. looking a certain way in jeans you know what i mean and and <laughs> yeah. uh and and body positivity is important for me health is also important because i also there's also an emerging trend where people are saying you know love your body as it is and and whatever but sometimes it's um accepting that it's okay to to put certain things into it or even you know abuse it in certain ways or allow your health to falter because of over compensation with body positivity so there needs to be a balance you know you love your body but maybe know that it's a work in progress I'm getting it healthy I'm getting it strong um just keeping all that in perspective once again it's more important how you feel and and you know how your your the status of your health versus little things and and working with a trainer can help you if you have small goals where you're looking to lose like a small amount of body fat percentage or you want to build strength in a certain area you know those are all good goals to have and good things and I always recommend, you know, maybe speaking with a trainer or a health professional to get you on the right track and know what it will actually take versus looking at some Fitstagram account (laughs) and saying, well, she (laughs) does three minute planks and then, you know, yoga poses on her back deck (laughs) in her nice backyard every morning. So that's what I'm going to do to look like her. No, no, no. It doesn't happen that way. (laughs) So So you talk to somebody, um, you know, you do your research, you do do your homework. Like I said, talking to a professional is, is the best thing that you can really do if you're not really sure where yeah. to start instead of comparing yourself and saying well I want to look like her and this is what she does so I must do it too yeah because that doesn't always work for everybody <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah and as you were talking I was just thinking like man that's such a real like spiritual practice even in our walk with God yes. like it's the little increments like the daily steps you take yeah. like it's not this like it's just not, I, I feel like with God's, it's never really immediate gratification where it's like in 30 days, you're going to have this, have trust completely down right. and, you know, have pride completely handled. Like yeah. it's a daily walk with God. And so even in that kind of learning, like, okay, like my, with my body, it's going to be a daily walk with it. And even yeah. what you talked about with them, the body positivity trend, that's so interesting. Cause I yeah. really hadn't thought about, um, like the other half of it, but yeah. it really is so true because like if we're called to glorify God with our bodies, mm-hmm. then health is equally as important. Right, right. Health like, is important and health may be a different, look differently for everybody. Yeah. You know, some people, they're just, they call, you know, you might hold more weight differently. Somebody, yeah. two people who are the same height might have different body shapes and sizes. And so they may weigh differently yeah. and that doesn't make one person heavier or more overweight in comparison to the other it's just everybody's different so once again the emphasis is is on health if you you know are keeping up on your health and and you have maybe a a trusted doctor tell you you're not at the right place where you should be and you should improve certain things or work with a a fitness professional or nutritionist then you know love your body but know that you need to take care of it you want to be around here for a long time and feel good and enjoy your, 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 our time on this earth. And so it's important, but it's, you know, once again, no matter what shape or size we are, God, God created us and he made our bodies resilient. And we got to know that, you know what, every step of the way, I'm just going to, um, be proud of what I'm doing and know that I'm glorifying God through this process. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so last two questions, I Mm -hmm. promise. Yes, no, that's fine. (laughs) No worries. This has been an awesome discussion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, So what is one thing that you want every single one of your clients to know? Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good question. (laughs) Um, Once again, I think I might have mentioned it earlier, but um, I always say to people, it's gratifying to me when I can get them to do things that they never thought that they could do and in a safe way obviously I'm not talking about like (laughs) making somebody do something crazy in the gym like you know deadlift 500 pounds and they never you know realistically (laughs) like I have people who come in and tell me one of my biggest things that I get is people are like you know I want to do certain things, but I just, I have bad knees. So whatever we do, I, I have to go easy on this knee. And I'm like, okay, what happened to your knee? Did you tear something? Did you have an injury? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's just, it's just bad. I'm not sure what's going wow. on. I can, within a few weeks of that point, their knees magically feel better. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, awesome. I have to tell you, my knees feel amazing. And I'm like, you know what? You're doing something that's healthful yeah. for your body. And so a lot of the times people think they might have an injury or something. And then they realize it's just, they needed to move their bodies and they needed to start doing the right things for their knees and that's just a small example but um, I always tell people like you will be surprised if you stick with me you will be surprised with what you will be doing in a few weeks how you will be feeling Um, just it's a long journey you know I've I've worked with a couple of women who have had some injuries or um, even just uh, have not worked on their health maybe ever and they Maybe the first few sessions, it's tough for them. We take we take our time. We go through it. I say, you know, remember, this is the beginning of your journey. And within a couple months or a few weeks later, even, they're like, I have to tell you, like, normally getting out of my car, I have to hold on to my door <laughs> and really pull myself out. But I'm not even touching anything. And I I feel like I'm, you know, just yeah. in and out of my car. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, I'm like, it's so it's so yeah. nice because they're excited and they are seeing what this is doing yeah. for them. And so, like I said, I always tell people, like, if you if you stick with this program, you yeah. know, I'll say if you stick with me, because, <laughs> of course, I want people to stick with me. But if yeah. you stick with this program and with living this kind of lifestyle and, and, and consistency, like you will be so surprised at what you can accomplish and um you know not just in the gym or whatever or how you look but um just overall how you feel and people who people who feel good can really take the time you know it's clarity of of mind and thought comes with um putting the right things in your body and like I said that is just it's all the more to to glorify God because he gave us these bodies and he wants us to use them for his plan and purpose and for something greater so sometimes that's the first step for people they know they they have things they want to do but they got to take care of themselves first Mm mm-hmm that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much um, yes. for being a part of this conversation today. And because this is the Behold at the Table podcast, <laughs> what does Behold mean to you? So, yeah, so um, Behold really means to me, and especially after we talked about your vision for this and everything, just um, it's an important thing to know that uh, – like we've said a hundred times, God created us for a plan and purpose. And in order for us to be able to accomplish what he wants, like we have to be well positioned and, you know, um, just to behold his will for our lives. And, and, you know, even to put it plainly like that, like for me, you know, to, to, to be felt like he put on my heart, you know, I want you to work with women directly and, and encourage them. You know, I had to, 
put in the time and work to think, you know, what is this going to look like and how, you know, I need to set an example even with my own body that I'm eating well, that maybe I'm not presenting it in a way that will that will cause other people to, you know, look at me in one way or the other, like, you know, modesty and just focusing on health and not not taking it to any extreme. Um, But anyway, you know, just um, that God has has put things in put us in our positions that we're in put us in different circumstances and given us different um dreams and desires as well as a plan and purpose that usually goes along with our dreams and desires you know god wants us to have the desires of our heart but he also has positioned us to be able to accomplish his purposes because he created us you know and so i just think that um this goes along hand in hand uh with with a health health and fitness journey and just overall wellness to be able to behold um, what God has uh, positioned you for and what yeah. he wants to do with you. So yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much yes. again. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Behold Women. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and rate. We'll see you next time on Behold Women at the Table.